climate catastrophe is coming, says the U.S. Army, and Americans could face a grim future. That story and more on H2O Radio's Weekly News Report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. U.S. military officials have been warning for some time about the threats to national security from climate change. Now, a study from the U.S. Army War College that has received little attention warns that without serious investment in new technology and infrastructure, Americans could face a grim future, including blackouts, disease, thirst, starvation, and war. The report calls on the Pentagon to urgently prepare for the possibility collapse of power, water, and food systems as mid-century approaches. According to Vice News, the report was commissioned by the new chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, who is a Trump appointee. Parts of the report are backed up by recent fires in California. The Army warns that the power grid is aging and operates without coordination and investment. As Vice notes, PG&E has been criticized for failing to update its infrastructure. Significantly, the report does not address the fact that humans are causing climate change or the U.S. military's role in contributing to it as the world's single biggest institutional consumer of fossil fuels. In addition, according to Vice, the authors do not seriously explore solutions to the crisis that could avert the dire circumstances it predicts. Another study came out last week about infrastructure, this one from Colorado State University, saying that many of the 600,000 bridges in the U.S. are threatened by rising temperatures from climate change. Many bridges built since World War II are made of beams that span two piers. They contain joints which allow the bridge to expand as the temperature rises. But the joints are often clogged with debris, preventing expansion. Engineers at Colorado State reasoned that higher average temperatures in the future were not considered when the bridges were built, but could lead to thermal stress, causing buckling and cracking. In the next couple of decades, nearly 25 percent of bridges could see a section collapse with even more failing as time passes. The researchers concluded that bridges in the northern Rockies and Plains, the Northwest and Upper Midwest were the most vulnerable to increases in temperatures. While attention has been understandably focused on the health risks posed by vaping, there are growing signs that e-cigarette devices and their pods could be a huge environmental issue. People cleaning up beaches are noticing the pods from jewels and other vaping devices, adding to cigarette butts as trash and plastic pollution that will wash into the ocean. Many who vape are under the impression that they do less damage to the environment than cigarette smokers. However, Earther reports the device are more like smartphones containing lithium batteries and heavy metals. The pods used inside the e-cigarettes are made of hard plastic that can't be recycled and will never degrade when discarded. Without any plan for the appropriate disposal of the paraphernalia, the device makers are placing the cost of cleanup on taxpayers and volunteers. To remedy the problem, there are calls for a $5 deposit on vaping devices and $1 for each pod. They call themselves the Fantastic Grandmothers. Seven women are working in the South Pacific Ocean as citizen scientists collecting data on sea snakes. Their grannies are recreational snorkelers and are helping scientists understand the aquatic snake population of New Caledonia, a French territory east of Australia. The seven ladies range in age from 60 to 75, and The Guardian reports that they've been photographing not just any snakes, but lethal ones. 
dozens. In all, the ladies have identified more than 140 greater snakes in over two years. The grandmothers swim up to three kilometers a day, five days a week, and send their photos to two researchers who themselves had noticed some of the venomous species but thought they were anomalies. It all began when one of the grannies met a researcher while snorkeling. Other women joined in until there were seven. As the grandmothers supplied photos, the scientists discovered that they had vastly underestimated the population of the sea snakes. They have published a paper based in part on the women's work. And finally, just in time for Halloween, we have a story about the northern snakehead, the largest fish to walk on land. Seemingly the stuff of nightmares, the fish have sharp teeth, can survive out of water for up to four days, and authorities in many southern states want them killed on sight. But luckily, humans can easily outrun a snakehead, and they won't hurt children or pets. However, the damage to ecosystems could be devastating. The snakeheads have been discovered in 14 states, destroying food webs as they eat native species of fish, frogs, and even small mammals like mice. Originally from Asia, the northern snakehead looks similar to a bowfin and was first found in the United States in 2002. So what's driving the snakehead onto land? A new study from Wake Forest researcher Noah Bresman says certain water conditions make the fish take a walk. Bresman studied snakehead populations in Maryland, where the creature is a threat to the Chesapeake Bay watershed. The fish, which can grow up to three feet long and weigh up to 18 pounds, were subjected to a range of poor water conditions from high temperatures, pollution, to low light. Turns out that high salinity, acidity, and too much carbon dioxide forced the fish to crawl out of the water. Bressman said that's information that could help natural resource agencies contain the snakehead. In case you're wondering how they move on land, Bressman observed that the fish make rowing movements with their pectoral and lower fins. The reason the snakeheads were brought to this country from China is because they are tasty and very nutritious. So one way to address the invasion might be with a fork and knife. This Week in Water is supported by the American Water Works Association, whose North American Water Loss Conference will showcase innovative solutions December 3rd through 5th in Nashville. Get the details at awwa.org forward slash water loss.